boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Boy. Oh radiant boy. Boy. Oh boy. boy. Guys. Welcome to Boy Night. Welcome to Boy Night. I'm your host, Stephanie. <laughs> that that over there is Robin. I am also a host. Um, we're just gonna come clean right away. Tired. I'm tired. Robin. Robin for weary. one. Uh, first of all, I I like to shout out every other airline except for Delta. Yeah. Major fuck you to Delta. Major fuck you to Delta. Ooh. This podcast is. Unequivocally, barely brought, brought to you, to you by, Delta. by everyone but Delta. Um, also, I would like to shout out my friends Dan and Sarah for getting together yeah. this weekend. It was so beautiful. Robin sang an amazing tune I, for them. I warbled a tune, and um, yeah, my flight got my normal time flight got canceled, so I took a red eye last night, and then I went to work. And then she so came here because. I feel crazy. Uh, because we took off last week because I wasn't here and we can't leave you without two podcasts in a row because we, we did have some people complaining, but you know what guys? We're not going to leave you hanging. Also though, we're not a factory. Okay. <laughs> we're people <laughs> with lives. Don't the people who like us. That's true. We need you. I do love you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we really do. I, I know I showered today, but like, I feel like I need to just like sit in the shower, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. For like. Like a strong 25 minutes. Just like, mm. let the rain pour down. Wait my dreams. And yeah. a very special belated happy birthday oh, Lord. to Miss Stephanie Ann Fagan. Thank you so much. It feels, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say 31 is the bad one. I was about to say, I like. I already like it much better than 30. I like better. I I like it, you know, I only have two days of, of knowing, but so far it's cool, but turning it, it's, that's the number where for me, I'm like, wow, that has nothing to do with me. Every other age, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I don't give a shit about this. But it is, I way prefer it to the pressure of being like, turn on the big 3-0. It's like, you're 31, no one cares. That's what every happy 31st birthday card should say. (laughs) <laughs> um, I will also remind all the listeners, I, I had, I had a wonderful birthday party. My first in years, years, years and years. It was a joy, years. and you almost fucking canceled it. I did almost cancel it because I have a fear of uh, inconveniencing people, mm-hmm. and I thought perhaps no one wanted to come. I, you know, based on nothing, yeah, based no on nothing. No one wants to come, like, party and sing karaoke. It was a three-hour-long karaoke fiesta, so and at fun. one point... Actually, not at one point. At exactly 5.10 a.m., I texted myself, you sang a lot, and you have to write an apology. Write an apology. I have to write, write an, an apology. apology. It's And because I sang a lot. So I, I woke up later in the day. Now I guess I was asleep at like 5.10 in the morning. And um, I guess, yeah, it's not a written one, but it's a, it's a recorded for all time. I am sorry. I do think I that I like hogged the mic, probably. Not at all. We all did. And um, I did scream my head off. I would like to say that um, Seisha watching you oh. sing, uh, just oh. saying words along to the an instrumental track from 
from Cats and doing pirouettes. We were doing... Um, Incredible. Watching Allison sing yes. Eowice. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a highlight for so me. So good. Story with the fringe on top as well. Yes. Sasha, I know that you feel like you alienated the Sorry room, the but you didn't. You did tight. not alienate me. So good. I think Sasha and I were... were I was just screaming from my seat for this, mm-hmm. but I was just doing um, to the Jellicle Ball theme. Other, like... Uh, other cats. Things. Andrew Lloyd Webber, I was yelling, Jesus Christ Superstar, I was yelling. Just the words? Yeah. Jesus Christ Superstar, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Jesus Christ okay. Superstar, yeah, yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, just that Infinite kind of stuff. There, yeah. yeah. Um, it worked out. It actually worked well, Also, apparently, so Sasha and Ryan went to a WWE thing that your friend Kenny yes. also went to. Mm-hmm. I think Kenny's been there for five days. I don't oh, think wow. he's left. Wow. At all. Are you allowed to just um, live there? It, from what he is posting on the internet and the kind of person I feel he is, mm-hmm. if they let him stay for five days, I do think that he would. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Why not? Um, but I was... I must have been watching... I was watching wrestling at an airport bar, like, all night last night. I, I must have seen them all, like, flash on screen. I do love register. wrestling. It is fun. It was We really should fun. go. I two, really uh, do one. think we should go. Um, it's like 28 bucks. Let's go. Where Where do they film it? Somewhere. Brooklyn. All right. I think, yeah. You know, the headquarters is in Stanford, though. I know. I'd be willing to schlep out to Stanford to get a taping in. Sure. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is That's the Spirit. Oh, yeah. This is That's the Spirit podcast. Podcast about ghosts, supernatural, paranormal Spooky things. Ghouls. Uh, complaints. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Other shapes. Yeah. A, a, a quick note on poltergeist. <gasps> I'm okay. so sorry. Guys? I don't mean to be yawning. You know, I'm... She's tired. I'm tired. No one can even just... Sorry. Everyone. No one can even see the yawn happen. You're yeah, good. you're right. You're good. Okay. Episode four of the pod, I believe... The part two part of our demons two-parter. Yeah. I cover a house in Indiana. Oh, yes. And guys, I just saw on Amazon like a couple of days ago that there was a documentary called Demon House with Zach Bagans, who we all know is just like. My Ed Hardy husband. Mm -hmm. I watched it and I didn't even know it was about this fucking house. Come to find out, he he bought it. Is he in the movie? Yeah. Is he's he in the whole movie. movie. Yeah, he's a star of the movie. But every single person that I read about and got obsessed with is also in the movie. Oh my like God. Valerie, the social worker who oh. ran away. The other social worker who, like, had a weird thing happen to her hand. Really All of the cops who, like, yeah. you remember they got too scared and left and then other cops came mm-hmm. back. All of those people are in it. And I was watching with Patrick and I was like, I know. And he's like, you don't know them. Uh, And I was like, listen to this, listen to this. And like, like elbowing him as if I'd already seen it. But no, I just know everything about it. So well. Yeah. Um, But I cannot recommend it highly enough. It is so funny and very scary. Wow. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I am going to watch it. I've been meaning to. And this does it. This just does it. It's really good. I will say that he... This isn't a spoiler. It's more of a correction. I think in that episode I mentioned that you can go visit it. Can you, you not? You can't go visit it. Because the it's so fucked up what happens there that he bulldozed it. Oh, shit. 
Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about Zach Bagans is that he cannot say the word mercury. He <laughs> says it in multiple episodes, like, really seriously. Like, he's telling, like, a tragic tale, and he'll be like, and tragically, she died from mercury poisoning. <laughs> he cannot say it. I do think he has, like, a weird accent. Well, yeah, he has a weird accent, but uh, there's so much else going on. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot happening. Ooh. There's a lot. There's also, like, he'll say things with almost no pretext. Like, he'll drop crazy bombs on you mm-hmm. without explaining or, like, ramping up at all, which is so funny. And in this documentary, it's great. Oh, my God. It's so great. Um, my friend Sarah, whose wedding it was, her mom played me some genuine EVPs this, what? this weekend. Yeah. Do you know what else I found out that's sad that what? I didn't know about Zach Bagan's what? team? I guess one of his, like, EVP reading couples died by murder-suicide. Yeah. yeah, I remember when that happened. That was really sad. Yeah, I didn't know that. Also, That's in the documentary. Um, speaking of murder, murder, suicide. Um, I cannot stop thinking about that fucking dad that killed his wife and two kids. It has been like occupying so much of my brain space. I don't know about this. <gasps> Ugh, I don't know if we can even get into it. I'll, I'll send you the article. Is it like a, not to bring it back to wrestling, but to bring it back to wrestling, is it like a Chris, Chris Benoit? Benoit? Kind of, except like more unanswered questions because this like young-ish family, yeah, young family, like guy, his pregnant wife and their two daughters, like... She apparently, like, got home from a business trip at, like, 2 a.m., and then he, like, it's unclear what happened, but then at, like, 5 a.m., he gets up and, like, goes to work like everything's normal. Um, And somebody else who she, I think, worked with or something reported her as missing later that day because she, like, never showed up for an appointment. Anyway, um, there's this interview with him on the news being like uh like girls if you're out there i love you like please come home like blah 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 and like less than 24 hours after that interview he just admitted to having like murdered all of them oh my and, god and like dumped them in like a site near his off near wherever he works and um yeah, it just, like, is so terrible, and, like, it's really unclear what happened in those hours between that, because in the interview, before he admitted to it, he was like, yeah, you know, she got home at two, like, I will say we did have, like, an emotional conversation, but other than that, everything was fine, and it's like, what does that mean? Oh, no. So, I have a lot of theories about it. I also have a theory, just right now... Only knowing what you said to me yeah. right now. I think, What's your theory? I think that while she was away on her business trip, he killed the kids. And then, <gasps> and then when she got home, she was like, where are the girls? And he was like, I killed them. And that was the emotional conversation. And then he was like, I, well, I guess I have to kill her. Too. Really? That's what you think? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's claiming something way more absurd that I don't think is true. I would think that maybe they got in an argument and he accidentally killed her. And then, and then sometimes what happens is people freak out and they're like, well, I have to burn it all down now. Yeah, but but that is... It truly makes no sense like no matter too, what. like... 
you know, like I seven feel and five horrible year old about this. Like it's so extreme, obviously. Um, Fuck. He claimed like today he was like, oh, she, I caught her strangling one of the kids, and so I killed her. And then it's like that doesn't it doesn't that, make any sense. That doesn't, doesn't make, make any, any sense. sense. Um, Shit. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> I was reading about it nonstop this weekend because it is so awful and like horrifying and but also like really in the news like I guess maybe just on the Daily Mail website. Yeah, um, I missed it somehow. <laughs> um Did you see they wow. they um have a suspect in that college student who went missing and <gasps> they found her body today. No, they yeah. they have somebody? They ha- yeah, they have a suspect. Oh my god. Yeah, crazy, um, really sad true crime news week out there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. I think I've just been d- distracted by the face transplant story on National Geographic. I know that I can't talk about <laughs> no, this. No, I but think now you you can't say that and uh, not tell people. Guys, what there's it's about. if any of you guys follow National Geographic on Instagram or any anything at all, if you get the mm-hmm. the magazines, which I, I which I do. For sure, do follow them. Yeah, I should hope so. Well, you've probably seen a couple disturbing and hard-to-see photos that they've been posting after covering what they're calling story of a face. And um, I, like, sent it to Robin because years and years, like, 15 years ago, we both got obsessed with, like, a TLC special called Born Without a Face about Treacher Collins Syndrome. And... That's also really fucked up to talk about and hear and hear it about. Um, but this, I was like, you know, I just saw a faceless thing and then sent it because you all know how much I love a faceless ghost. Well, let's not even get into that chimp that ate that lady's face. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, any face transplant, I'm just gonna send right your way. Yeah, please but do. I didn't look into it enough. <laughs> I didn't do my due diligence, and you did. It, this it story <laughs> is so crazy and sad <gasps> and disturbing, but girl. important. And I feel like. Yeah, it's Haunting. tough reporting, but I Haunting feel like... Haunting in a, in a different way yes. than we used to. National Geographic, everything there's... They, like, put, like, a... Like, preface it with, like, this is a hard story to Yeah, read. you're not gonna like We're this. asking you to do it anyway. Yeah. Which is a hard ask, but I'm mm-hmm. willing. So, Ugh. everybody go check that out. Um, it's a real journey. Yeah. And... Yeah. Seeing somebody... There's uh, the photojournalists that worked on this project are just wow. like incredible. That photo of like the face, just the face. on the table with yeah. all the doctors standing around it. Also, the sight of like somebody with like a face that clearly, like on, a face on their face that clearly feels foreign to them that like yeah. isn't part of them yet is so strange. It's really, really, it does look like science fiction. Yeah. And, and I, a little bit like uh, the Halloween movies. Yeah, I want this to work out, and I want this to be good. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm scared of it, but I think it's because of there's so many different things compounding, and I'm also very afraid that she that the face will be rejected. I am also afraid. I that. don't want that to I happen because you that know that happened to the chimp lady. <sighs> it did. It did happen to Susan. Um, I would like for you to tell me about this little. Oh yeah, guy over here. Would you? So. I'll, I'm going to use this as a... I'm going to go first today. I'll Ooh, give you a little right. I'm going to let you Yeah, I'm going to take the wheel. Mm-hmm. So I was showing Robin a gift my mom gave me for my birthday. 
Um, I guess I had told her about these because I bought some from the uh, American Indian Museum in Battery Park, I think it's called. Yeah, it's beautiful there. It's really great. I love it. Um, But I bought them years ago with my friend Hannah. Hi, Hannah. And she got me better ones and really cool ones. But they are ghost beads. And they're wonderful. Also called spirit beads. It's a Navajo tradition. Mm -hmm. Also, Patrick tried to convince me it's pronounced Navajo, and I got so mad at him. No, Vajo. Didn't talk to him. Sorry, that was disrespectful. Yeah. Well, Patrick and you are (laughs) alike that way. So they represent interconnection with the earth, trees, animals, and humans. You wear it to bring about peace, harmony, and safety, Mm. and it wards off negative energy, bringing about protection from evil spirits ghosts and nightmares for a baby or child you can hang um hang the beads above the cradle or bassinet or like the headboard okay yeah so the main thing these are made out of is juniper berries dried juniper berries yeah that's what these are really yeah and then there's also turquoise here and then just other glass beads and then i'm not actually sure what this is i have a whole pamphlet about Mm -hmm. this pair because it was made by a Navajo woman. Yeah. And what this represents is that they used to have earrings that they would wear with their ghost beads uh-huh. and they would hang them from the amulet right here. Whoa. So that's like what these kind of represent traditionally. Okay. Um, but I do know that in, I always feel weird about talking about like Native American stuff because like I don't want to make a huge generalization uh-huh. because there's so many different tribes that have like, like completely different practices and ideas. Yeah. But someone did once tell me that the Great Spirit can see the color or is thought to be able to see the color red easiest on Earth. Okay. okay. So I think that's why I don't know. This is red. It's very vibrant. It's beautiful. Yeah, so I'm going to wear these as I talk about ghosts, I think. Yay. To protect myself can and you, everyone around us. Now, can you eat the juniper berries or... No, those? they're dried. Well, Feel yeah. them. Feel them. Hear these ghost beads. That is some free ASMR. Yeah. They're fun. I love it. Yeah. I love it, too. Thanks, Mom. Yay. And the lady who made these... And the ghost that lives in them. <sighs> and the ghost. Oh my gosh! Reading about them more, I found out that if you, it is said that if you rattle or like, uh, like fan out or whip your bed sheets at oh. night, yeah, guaranteed way to attract a ghost. <laughs> Shit! I have to make my bed tonight. <laughs> God damn it! I think it's different if you make your bed. It's just if you like rustle it. Be rustling, like get dude. some wind inside of it. I'm, there's going to be a rustling. You gotta just sage your whole bedroom right after. I do that like every other night. Also, I definitely wouldn't make your bed tonight. Just go home and pass out. I have to. I don't have a comforter on my... Or I don't have a duvet on my comforter. Whatever, man. <laughs> it's like the, the, the stupidest thing I've ever said. Dude, it's fine. Ah! So, I'm gonna share with you... Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. A lot of things today. Okay. First, I'm going to start with the ghost tour that I went on in Bar Harbor, Maine. So, everybody, I was on Mount Desert Island last week. It was an amazing place. And I went to Acadia National Park, and I did some hikes, and I was in nature, and I love it. But guess what? There's a shitload of ghosts. Oh, my God. And I'm going to tell you about them. 
as soon as this loads. As soon okay, as you great. wrestle a sheet. As soon as I wrestle a sheet. Oh my god, Gmail, shut up. Did something? Yeah, okay, it's fine. All right, so while I was on this tour, we covered a couple different ghosts. You also probably, if you guys want to go check it out on Instagram, I posted some photos of basically some ghosts that I captured on uh, photos. Some orbs they, in those a cemetery. Are quality orb pics. Those are like undeniable orbs, which is undeniable crazy. orbs is also my <laughs> stripper name. Undeniable orbs. Yeah, the lady that uh, did the ghost tour made me text them to her, and I was like, "Give me a photo credit." Hell yeah! But really, Patrick took that picture. Um, <laughs> found some orbs in the cemetery. It was so cool. We found out that the cemetery. I at first thought it was a graveyard because there's like a bunch of churches near it, and I mm. thought it must belong to one of them. No, it was older than all of the churches. Shit. Yeah, and there are unmarked, like, native, like, indigenous people's graves in also that graveyard. So it's older than they thought. Also, they just found out that what they thought was the cemetery perimeter isn't because there's a bunch of bodies (gasps) interred, like... Underneath houses and on oh, underneath no. roads that they built. Oh my god, yeah. that's really scary. So they're like respectfully, I guess, like taking Jesus. them and putting them in the cemetery. But it's like, oops, whoops, you live on top of a ghost. Yeah, oops, whoopsie. Um, so that was pretty cool. I found out about. I think I'm gonna save the best for last here. Okay. There is something called the shore path mm-hmm. that you can take basically around Bar Harbor. And Bar Harbor, I didn't know this, but it was so wealthy the rockefellers lived there the guy who started sears mr sears, mr. sears? i don't know i guess is that his name <laughs> mr sears uh a bunch of just like the richest people the last private owner of the hope diamond Ooh, oh, yes fuck, i love that she diamond. was known to wear it around so much and like flaunt it so much love that she would sometimes gem. if she wasn't leaving the house she would just give it to one of her kids to wear and sometimes she would put it on her poodle <gasps> to wear around town wow just and horrible things happen to all of them everyone yeah yeah um <laughs> But basically, it was, like, super, super rich. And there's this beautiful path all along the harbor that a lot of people's rich houses lived on. And you walk the path, and there's two two different ghosts that haunt the path. Okay. One, nobody knows anything about at all. But people claim to see a woman in a blue dress. Mm-hmm. And this happens at any time of day. They'll see her morning, eve, midday. The night. I don't want to scare you, but you are wearing a blue dress. I know, but I feel like I feel like it wouldn't be one like this because it's said that if she sees a, a, like a modern device, mm-hmm. she just goes <gasps> like she's very like confused <laughs> and shocked well, by I it. Never. Yeah, like she. There's a a big lawn and a man lawn like lawn mowering it, mm-hmm. mowing it. Stephanie, <laughs> come on. Uh, saw her, and she was just looking there, like, shocked. Like, what? <laughs> How indecent. Yeah, like, she had never seen one before. Wow. Um, I love that. But then the other woman that haunts the shoreline is a woman who everybody knows about. When Her husband was a captain, and he was lost at sea. Oh, sad. Very sad. And I have a lost at sea man on my family tree. Really? Mm-hmm. Just as lost as the underneath. <laughs> yeah. 
So you sad. could have distant cousins if he made it. Yeah, that's true. No one knows for sure. Um, so he was lost at sea, and then when that happened, obviously it was really sad for the families. But also, you don't have any income anymore. Oh, because like shit. that yeah. was the income. Yeah. So it's emotionally devastating. It's financially devastating. So what her son would do is go down at low tide and collect driftwood. Okay. And they would dry it out in their house and sell it as lumber. Okay. So that's how he was helping them make money. Yeah. And then one day he just disappeared. Mm-mm-mm. And what they think happened is at that time, kidnapping of even, not even kids, grown people, to, was really common on, the sh- on like, in the bays, on to, the shores. To make them work? Yeah, on Ooh. ships. Like, if they needed a new cabin boy, oh my God. they would take him. So they think that that's what happened. But the mother, obviously devastated, did not live very long after that. And she's said to be walking in the low tide looking for her son. That's so sad. I know. Beautiful boy. A beautiful boy. Snatched up to be a cabin boy. Yep. Um, There's also the ghost cat, which I think I did mention to you. There was a fire on Bar Harbor or in Mount Desert Island Lake not that long ago. I, I don't know what year. But they didn't think it was going to spread, but it did spread. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's only one road out of town, God. like onto the mainland. So at that point, it's like so, an impossible bottleneck. Well, nobody thought that it was going to spread that far, but oh, then okay, the winds changed and picked up, and it did. Ugh. So people were trying to get by. They had to like at, at one point the fire was blocking the road, and they had to have a bulldozer come and create <gasps> a way around it. What? Yeah. Wow. So people were escaping. People were escaping. A lot of fishermen were, like, ferrying people over to the mainland in their boats. Mm -hmm. And there's this one fisherman whose partner in life and fishing was a cat. And I totally relate. (laughs) And he had the cat in his arms in his, like, escape vessel. And then the cat freaked out and jumped off. Ran back home. The man jumped off, also ran back home. And they both... Well, when the fire got put out, they found his remains oh, no. and they saw the cat and his neighbors, since he, this cat was so beloved, yeah, the neighbors were like, the least we can do is take care of this man's cat. So they're like, here kitty kitty, here kitty kitty. And then the cat wouldn't come. They tried again. And oh, then no. the cat looked at them, hissed, and had giant red glowing eyes Ooh. and then disappeared. Oh, fuck. So basically what they think is that this cat felt so guilty about running away Aww. and killing his owner that he, he haunts he haunts Bar Harbor looking really sad. for him. I know. I know. And I think the cat's name is Seawater, which is really cute. It's so, so wonderful. I know. Um, Are you ready for the scariest one of all? The cat's not it? Okay. Yeah. No. Obviously. Yeah. I'm so ready. Okay. This is like... A, this is a doozy, and as soon as I saw this house, I was like, this... Because it's a walking tour. It could be any house. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw it, I was like, that house has a hundred million ghosts. And sure enough, it was the very house we stopped at. Oh, my God. So, the most well-known ghost there, but not the most impressive to me, is a bride ghost. Oh, yeah. Which is fun, Classic. always. She, I guess, in that time, it was still, like, 
customary to like marry your kids off to like wealthy families and just make like an advantageous match. Yeah. And what year was this? I don't know. Oh, oh, yes, I do. It was time. I know. And as soon as I said that, I was like, what time is it? It was right before World War One. You know. All right. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> I know it to be true now. I momentarily forgot. Right before World War One. Okay. Um. So this woman, this bride, was abandoned. And her husband, her fiancé, went, like, like skipped town and married somebody else somewhere else. Oh, fuck them. And she was so humiliated, like, publicly that she hanged herself in the mm-hmm. attic. So that house was a private residence. It became an inn. Mm-hmm. And then after it was an inn, it became boarding for, um, you know, it's an island town in the summer. A lot of people are just seasonal workers. So... Mm-hmm. Like, a restaurant in town gave all of their employees, like, summer housing there. hmm So many fucked up things happen that a lot of people just give up their their housing. What? And go live somewhere else. Ooh, they're missing out. I know, right? There's, like, she obviously hates both young women and young men because <laughs> twas a young man that sure. abandoned her and yeah. it was for a young woman. Yeah. But she will, she's been known to just stand over a sleeping young man and scream in his face. Oh my God. Um, she's been said to get into bed with you and you, you can't really see her, but you just know that she's there because she's manifested as a feeling of dread and despair. Oh my God. Um, some people do see like an actual bride and she appears in her wedding dress because she hanged, ooh, I forgot that part. She hanged herself in her wedding dress. Oh. God, yeah, so she sad. went up to the attic to where all her wedding things were and put on her wedding dress no, and made herself. I know. Girl. It's so, so sad. Um, she'll throw things across the room. She'll give you bad dreams. And then when you wake up, it's like a sleep paralysis where she's still Ooh, there. no. That's what happens to me with the yeah, lady. The, yeah, I was just going to say. So horrible. Ooh, it's funny, these ghost beads. Um, so she's a bitch. And a lot of people that were, well, I guess this tour lady said that when she's doing the tour, sometimes people will just come out of the house and be like, I have, I have one. I <laughs> just saw one. Tell it to her. What? Yeah. So this bride ghost is well known. Jesus. Um, but she's not the only one. Oh my God. So there are some other ghosts that they don't really know where they came, like the origin for. Yeah. But there's in the hallway... There's the ghost of a little girl and a dog. Oh, what? And if I like you that. if you like turn the corner and see them, they run down the hall and jump out the window at the end of the no. hall. Yeah. <laughs> Which is unusual. In my mind they are both wearing little sailor hats. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. A cute little red frilly mm-hmm. dress. Jaunty. Yeah, and the dog has like a yellow maybe a ribbon cap on. Yeah, or something, neck. I don't know. Um, so they're fun, but nobody knows who, who that is. Um, there's also a servant staircase. So like in the servant quarters, there's a staircase there that is haunted. They say there's like a cold patch in it and people will pass by it and see somebody fall down (gasps) it Uh -uh. and then run to see what happened. And then there's nobody there. Ugh. Ugh. So when this all was happening, after it was a private residence, when it became an inn, one of the people that owned it when it was an inn wanted to play up the fact that it was haunted to try to get people like us to come stay in it. Mm -hmm. And they had a medium 
come to the house okay. and confirm, like, ah, oh, yeah, 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 there's a ghost bride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know bride. why that's her, <laughs> her voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I see, like, yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. a kid and a I dog. Know, like and a like a fucking ghost dog. Yeah, there's some kind of a servant Tum- ghost in a, in, a, in a cold and... stairs, a cold stairs. <laughs> but she, <laughs> but she, she did say that she thought... The staircase was a servant that fell and broke their neck down the stairs, Oof. which is like where they waited then. Because why are they still there? Yeah, right. Um, like where they pushed. So that was that. But the the craziest thing of all is that this medium was like, ah, uh, that's not all that's here. There's something else here, and she the whole house. She's like, I don't know. I can't find it. Let's go to the cellar. Oh, no. And they went down into into the cellar. Now, these houses are old, old houses. The foundations are like, it's like dirt floor in the cellar, right? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, it's it's here. (laughs) And this is a spirit that has been here since before this house was built. Since before the house that was here, before this house was built, Mm -hmm. was here. It's been here before anything was built here, and it's attached to the land. Okay, so it has nothing to do with the house. No. Okay. It basically is attached, and that's why it's in the cellar. It's in the bedrock. It's in the soil. Okay, okay. Which is, like, like literally (laughs) the worst. This is the one I texted you, like, don't don't let me forget to tell you about this. She said that it looks like a shadow Mm-mm. of a man. And there have been accounts of people seeing it or being followed by it. And they call it the stalker. Ugh. Because it will follow you to, like, your car or all the way back to your home. Stop. And then abandon you. So if you're, like, in the area... This shadow will follow you. It will, like, come for you. And it's worth saying, I don't know, but it's worth saying, too. Like, there's a museum there, the Abbey Museum, Mm -hmm. dedicated to, God, I hope I get this right, the Wakanabe Mm -hmm. tribe, which was, you know, this island was their home Mm -hmm. until, um, oh, my God, Champlain, Samuel, is he the Frenchman? Uh, sounds right. Uh, came and like, quote unquote, discovered the island. Yeah, yeah, And I don't know. I almost feel like this could be a real ancient ghost. If it's attached to like not anything else, but the land on which mm-hmm. this thing is built. Yeah, like what happened to make, make, I don't know. To attach a spirit. To I don't know. But it also begs the question, did, the, did bad things happen in this house because it was already a cursed place? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Like, which came first, the haunting or the stalker? Oof. I, ugh. Something about the name just, like, really I locks don't like it, it down. At all. I don't like unsettling. someone coming into your home and being like, yeah, you thought you were these three ghosts, but I've got bad news. There's an ancient ghost. It's very conjuring hanging out here. Being like, yeah. Or Annabelle-esque being like, Oh, it's not the ghost of a little girl. It's actually like a horrible ancient demon. Yeah, it's really scary. So much worse than you thought. And it's like it's been under you this whole time. Um, there's also just fun ones like the Bar Harbor Inn. Um, 
I guess, is haunted by two old gentlemen because Aww. Bar Harbor, in Maine, I guess, it was illegal to drink alcohol since, like, 1860. What? So they had, like, a real leg up on Prohibition. They had been, like, bootlegging yeah. already from, excuse me, Canada and what wherever the hell. Huh. So the Bar Harbor Inn was like the place to go get drunk. And there's two old men who just stand around there in old-timey clothing. Yeah, that's those fun. Those are our boyfriends. Yeah, those are our boyfriends, really. <laughs> They're like, you know, drinking. 40, drinking, wearing ascots mm-hmm. and bow ties. It's like, oh, fine. I'll, I'm up. fine with that. Yeah. Um, also the sound of an old piano playing, Aww. that kind of thing. Um, I found two other cool things. One is that... Do you know, now we think that the tradition of covering a dead body's face with cloth mm-hmm. is out of, like, respect. Okay. But in the olden days, they thought that whatever killed the person could come out the mouth. <gasps> what? And that's why they covered the face. Okay. That tracks with some of the things we've covered. Well, I... I have so many questions. Why would a sheet keep keep it from coming out? I don't know. Like it's going to find a, you know, a sheet. I think it's, it's more like... One of the thinnest things you could put on it. Maybe it wasn't always just a sheet. Maybe it was like a heavy blanket My or something. God. So what but if yeah. it's like... I mean, I don't even know where to begin, question-wise. But I do love that theory. Well, you know how we kind of... Or I guess we've covered some things where a disease is thought to be like a demon. Yeah. And that it can evacuate your body through the mouth or mm-hmm. some other orifice. So if that were true, I can see why um, people would be real scared. Mm-hmm. Also, though, if they were just afraid of disease, it's like, yeah, don't like be like, I kiss you. <laughs> like, and now I have it. Like, don't kiss a dead body. A dead person? Yeah. yeah. Don't, I would say. Don't go near a mouth. Like, anyway. like a mouth of a dead person that you don't yeah. know what happened to. Don't look Mm-mm. in there. Another thing I found fascinating is that the tradition of covering mirrors in a home. Ooh, like which skeleton is, key. Yes, like skeleton <laughs> key, which some cultures still do. Uh-huh. Um, originated because it was thought that after somebody died... The first person to see their reflection would be next. What? Yes. I've never heard that. So what what happened was they would it would always be like the next in line of a ch- like the next of kin or something mm-hmm. that would do it that way. Wow. If they accidentally saw their face, at least it'd be like go to the grave in order. Oh like if my I die, Tommy would have to like cover all the mirrors. And then if you saw it's like, whoop, well, at least it's an orderly fashion. Then. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy oh. cool. That's it. That's what I got for you today, oh my dude. God, dude. Did you, uh, did you have anything or, or no? I did. Are you kidding me? I did. When I did you have time for this? I don't know, man. I'm really running on fumes. Yeah, we um, can wrap up anytime. No, no, no. Um, I also did. Wait, um, major correction. Okay. <laughs> it's not Wakanabi, it's Wabanaki. Oh, okay. It's Wabanaki. Okay. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Let me get that in there. I also researched a place where I was this weekend. So nice. I'm going to tell you about 
very special Californian goes. Yes. Yes. California. Our tale begins on April 24th, 1874, Whoa. just after midnight. Ooh, what? We're at the mansion of Thomas Clark, the southwest southwest corner of 16th and Castro in San Francisco. The house is quiet and everyone inside is asleep until the doorbell begins to ring incessantly. Oh, no. Yeah. So Thomas and two of his housemates obviously wake up and go downstairs to check it out. And this is a description from, like, a super Victorian article that came out covering this at the time. Quote, down the stairway slowly groped the three gentlemen. Each held a death grip on his revolver with one hand and on the banister with the other. The hall below was as dark as Erebus. Erebus? I don't know. Which I did Google, and that is... Um, is Erebus? like, it's a, like a, some, some underworld yeah. um, reference to the underworld. Uh, they reached the parlor doors. The bell ringing was joined by the sounds of thumping and crashing throughout the house. Like a giant rabbit. Yeah, just thumping, crashing, dinging a bell. Uh, slowly there came out of the... Stygian blackness of the parlor and stood in the doorway ready to receive them a chair. So out of what? the blackness of the parlor, a chair emerged. This isn't the first haunted chair that you've covered. No. And it won't be the last. It certainly won't. The chair seemed to slide along the floor of its own volition and <laughs> take its stand in the open doorway, unaided by any visible thing. The three gentlemen stood and stared at it for a few seconds with horrified looks. <laughs> Presently, what? Mr. Bailey cocked his revolver <laughs> and moved slowly to the stairs, followed by the others with blanched cheeks. Well, wow. The men gathered their courage and followed the bewitched chair into the parlor. <laughs> Get ready, dude. Where they found, to their amazement, that the chairs were marching around the room <gasps> in pairs. The center tables danced about... Ottomans rolled over and over, be and the piano. Guest, be yep, guest. The piano warped and twisted and groaned as if in <gasps> great tribulation. No! Ew! No! Also, that was such a fun. That scared visual. me a lot because it sounded like you were throwing your voice and it was coming from behind me. Oh no! I'm sorry. It's fine. Well, it sounded like. I mean, I just got scared that all my chairs were going to start dancing. Two but two. Ooh, now um, I'm scared of chairs. Well, over the next three nights, Clark and uh, this so this is a big nine room mansion. There were seven house guests staying there, and they all described to reporters with increasing panic and ongoing haunting, the likes of which had never been witnessed before since in the area. They told of seeing upholstered chairs, wow. a mahogany bureau, and elegant sofas dancing jigs across the floor. What? Swirling so quickly in midair that they became a blur and spun with the noise of a buzzsaw. Those that didn't whirl slammed into walls as rapid as a flash of lightning. What? Can you imagine? Just like elegant sofas. Elegant sofas dancing jigs across the floor. Wow. A 20-pound basket of silverware exploded all over one room. The front door blew off its hinges, and a 90-pound trunk went whizzing down the stairs. Jesus Christ. A pair of gloves puffed full once, as if worn by unseen oh hands. Oh, my God. I and love that. And then to top it off, on Friday, April 26th, 
the mansion filled with blinding light, causing some of the rooms to disappear for a moment. What? And a woman ghost flashed into the <gasps> center. The spirit, by various accounts, threw her head back to the heavens and ripped loose with a long, wild, shrill scream, half of fear and half of rage. Oh my Clark God. later wrote, It appeared to me as the last wail of despair from the regions of hell itself. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. So, that was their initial ghost experience. Oh my god. Like, one of the wildest things I could you could imagine. I think that's really fun. I would have joined in the yeah. jig. Just like, doo-doo-doo-doo. Yeah. With um, like, but no music, though. Because that is kind of scary. I would want music. I would, too. just like a weird shuffle. Oh, no, I mean, without music, it's scary. With oh, yeah, music, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's okay, really fun. Good. It's a party. Um, well, the story obviously gained a ton of notoriety. Sure. It was probably the most fun news, you know, yeah. in April 1874, anywhere. Um, it brought thousands of people into the town of Oakland who were eager to catch a sight of a ghost or a ghost chair. Um, and I learned a little bit from this. Ghost hunting used to be a hobby for, like, fancier people like lots of respected statesmen yeah. and lawyers things like that it was like a very high flu you had to have money to be yeah. so fucking frivolous and you also <laughs> i told you about the mummy parties that yes people oh, would God. have i don't think i mentioned mummy on the party. pod but rich people used to in england used to buy mummies mm-hmm. and then have unwrapping parties where they would just unwrap a fucking mummy <laughs> Yeah, but then you've got all the fake mummies floating around that people are selling yeah. knockoffs to knockoff you know, mummies. Yeah, you gotta know you really what you're gotta be into. careful. An authentic one. Um, the Bay Area was so alarmed that several newspapers clamored for a scientific examination of the manifestations um, to determine if it was truly from ghosts or if quote the whole affair was pettifoggery and a humbug. Love it. Okay. Love it. Put it on the tomb. Um, yep. So they called on a guy uh, who was, like, hailed as one of the smartest intellectual minds of the time, uh, Dr. Joseph LeConte, um, who was senior co-founder of both the University of California and the Sierra Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, so LeConte and two other investigators spent days interviewing 20 eyewitnesses and compiled a 360-page report on the event. Oh, my God. And concluded that nothing supernatural had happened. I don't understand that's how that's possible. That's insane. Um, what do they call it? Something what? and whatever. Petty, petty foggery and a humbug. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I say that about this conclusion. It's petty uh, foggery and a humbug. Well, Thomas Clark stuck to his story for the rest of his life and worked for years to put together a pamphlet, like to debunk the other one awesome. that he called the Oakland Ghost. Nice. And sadly, in 1884, Thomas Clark died from typhoid fever, and for a while, things were quiet at the house again. Um, But the buildings were not taken down. In fact, new occupants moved in. Resident Cindy Chan awakened in terror night after night from dreams of a woman ghost creeping onto her bed. Uh, a woman named Ida Luz's mother was sh- unshakably convinced there were spirits in their neighborhood, saying, <clears throat> my mother always felt that place was haunted, and now that I know what happened there so long ago, it maybe explains some strange things that happen here in my house today. Sometimes if I stand in a certain place, I can see glasses start shaking. I don't know what it means, but if you're talking about ghosts, it all starts to make sense. <laughs> This one is kind of upsetting. In the next house over, Tom 
cracked roars, cat writhed to its doom no. as if a spirit or demon had overtaken it. He said the gray and white tabby started drooling and freaking out like it was possessed until finally it jumped off a high balcony. <gasps> so we had it taken to the vet to be put down. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, so all of these different residents, they never connected to talk about these spooky experiences because they had no reason to think that right. like anything was going on or that their neighbors would believe them. Believe them. Yeah. But they all lived on the grounds at 16th and Castro. Wow. Um, Okay, so Annette Martin, a psychic in Campbell who advises police across the state in missing persons and murder cases. Okay. Love a psychic that works with the cops. She said, whatever happened there is just like a movie. It keeps being replayed like something that gets stuck in a particular place and it may never leave. If it's a ghost, maybe she doesn't know she is dead or she is waiting for someone. This ghost could appear either in person or in dreams, like the one that that woman has. Um, So the actual structure ended up getting torn down in the early 1970s and uh, was turned into a bunch of open lanes for I-980. So you can just drive over this place now. Wow. And the guy with the cat, the cat owner, said, I knew something was weird around here, but oh, man. (laughs) That explains a lot. I wish I'd known before. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wow. That that explains a lot. That's really cool. I love the visual. I do, too. Also of, like, scared, like, going in a hallway and being, like, like, turning a corner. What? A chair? An upholstered chair. Pointing your revolver at it. That is, like, that's the best. Back up, man. I love that. Oh, I, I really love, love the it. idea of like a whole room just spinning with everything in it. Like it reminds all me of that scene objects. in Poltergeist where yeah. everything is floating in the room, mm-hmm. but way less scary. This than one's that. way funner. I agree. I agree. Because it's almost like they're like they're alive like us. Like a sofa's just like me in a way. If I could do one spooky thing in a room, if they're like, all right, you can either like make uh, like a, I don't know, like. A tiny, like a book fall kind of off a shelf. Or you can make every chair get into Mm. a pair and march around the room and dance. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll certainly do that. I can't believe you haven't seen Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. I haven't. I'm sorry. Oh, oh my God. We got to do it. I would love to watch it. It's definitely a ghost-filled delight. Yeah, I'd watch that for sure. Okay, I know that we're going to wrap up right now, but I need to start a little tradition. Uh Uh-oh. Guys, neither Robin nor I have the energy to get into the significance of this dis- oh discovery. Oh my god, we we like cannot. But I'm going to read you a little bit of an article from CostaRicanTimes.com. <laughs> Guys, we can't. We are. <sighs> I don't even know where. Yeah. <laughs> we we like can't. <sighs> I don't know where to start. We can't get in, into it. I don't it. know where to begin. I... But, um... What's his name? Uh... <laughs> now I can't remember like his name. Don Ray Jones or something like that? Dean? All right. Just Google Costa Rican time ghost. <laughs> I'm actually going to Google the Disco King. Stephanie, you're giving away the ending. It's okay. It's all right, everyone. Man, I can't find it. Okay, let me let me do a quick Google on my phone. Um, 
everybody hold, please. Hold, please. Well, I have the article, but it's written by an admin. No, no, no. Which is like, that's not what I need. While we're looking at this, just please everybody also go to our show at Caveat with Matt on September 18th. Yeah, guys, new show, September 18th, same old show, new material. Paul Dale Roberts. Paul Dale Roberts and his wife, Deanna Jackseene Stinson. (laughs) (laughs) Jackseene with an X. Jackseene. Deanna Jackseene Stinson. My wife, okay, we can't, like, razz on them, dude. We want to talk to them. I am obsessed with Paul and Deanna. I can't. Um, can't. This is just, let me just say, guys. I was looking up on the internet some <laughs> some main ghosts to, to prepare for my trip to Acadia National Park. When what should I stumble upon? Yeah, but an article Costa on Rican the Costa Times. Rican Times called "Ghost Hunting in Haunted Acadia National Park." This rabbit. I'm gonna read. Goes yeah. so deep. It, I'm gonna it, read it you guys just a, a, a selection. This is an article by Paul who has written over 47. He's a I think. Yeah, he has written hundreds of ghost tales oh, hundreds. for the Costa Rican times. Hundreds of ghost tales for Costa Rican times. Also has his own ghost like Don't even you that's a whole separate thing. It's a whole thing. separate thing. Let me just give you I'm gonna read this gingerly to you, okay? Okay, please. My wife, Deanna Jackson Stinson and I <laughs> full name every time. Every time, my wife. Have received Deanna. many reports from this region. The reports come through our paranormal hotline. Some of the reports are from campers that have seen apparitions of what they believe are the Wabanaki, the people of the first light, roaming around in the forest. Other reports are of UFOs. I'm going to skip down to the first story here. Do you think I should do the dog one? Um, the mossy beards one? What's the one that's like the victim ghost? Oh, do the mossy beards. Do mossy, the mossy beards. beards. All right. The victim ghost. Wait. Nah, I'm. I'm gonna start with the first one. And we're gonna do them in order. All right. Let's knock them but out. But one per episode. Okay. So guys, here's Get here's ready. the first we'll little tidbit of Paul's musings. The gates of hell at Salisbury Cove. Salisbury Cove, Maine is a quiet and lovely little village on the north side of Mount Desert Island, providing a northerly view of the mainland. It is actually part of the municipality of Bar Harbor. Exactly where I stayed. Look for a road coming off the north side of Route 3 for easy access. This will show you a view of the ocean from the stop sign. A short drive from here to the east is the entrance to Acadia National Park in Hull's Cove. This is also part of the town of Bar Harbor. The Mount Desert Island Biological Laboratory a private marine biomedical research institute, is located in Salisbury Cove. Founded in 1898 in South Harpswell, Maine, by J.S. Kinsley of Tufts University, the lab moved to Salisbury Cove in 1921 when an organization called the Wild Gardens of Acadia made an attractive land offer. A particular note is that this land-holding group was headed by George B. Doerr and John D. Rockefeller Jr., who were both instrumental in the original founding of Acadia National Park. Summer 2009. Megan Whistler, who was hiking in this area, came upon a location where she was hearing voices that sounded far away, saying, Help me! And, Get me out of here! Meg. Some paranormal enthusiasts have referred Salisbury Cove 
as a gateway to hell. Uh Uh-uh. Perhaps there is a portal located in this area. There are also reports that strange genetic experiments are conducted at this location by the Mount Desert Island Biological Laboratory. A hiker, name unknown, made claim he came across a dog that looked like a German Shepherd. The dog acted scared when he saw the hiker. Then the hiker noticed that he had a small head growing from outside of his neck. The small head had eyes, nose, and snout. The strange dog ran away from the hiker. In all caps, high strangeness identified. The voices that need help and the mutant dog. I am gonna read this last, this second one, because guess what this second one is about? Tell me. The bride, dude. No. And I didn't even realize it. Last one. Ledge Lawn Inn, Bar Harbor, Maine. Oh, I never even said the name of the fucking inn that I was talking about in my story. This inn is very haunted. A young bride-to-be, he says hung, but I'm going to say, hanged herself with her own veil when her fiancé decided not to marry her because he was involved with another woman. Sad. He would never do that to Deanna Jackson. Oh, my God, never to Deanna Jackson. This bride-to-be now harasses the clientele of Ledgelon Inn. June 2002. Darren Lahorn and his wife stayed at this inn and heard pounding on the wall at around 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. When Darren awoke from the pounding, gross, he looked up and saw a brunette woman that was nude. Her oh, neck wow. had markings from a hanging or strangulation. Darren says to the apparition, What do you want? (laughs) What do you want? What do you want? At this time, his wife wakes up and his wife is screaming. The apparition looks down at Darren and says, I hate you. (laughs) Darren feels pain on the left side of his torso. He later notices he has received three scratches from the apparition. Ghost identified. Ledgelon, bride I'm to be. Like a stamp sound <laughs> yes. and graphic being like, like ghost <laughs> identified. It is in caps, and that's what it is. Yeah. Guys, there are. There are literally dozens. A hundred million of different pages. ones. Of I think we, I calculated like there are over 300 full articles written by this one prolific man. And yeah. I think that we should just, like, not tell you more about him, maybe. No. Maybe just to un- slowly unravel I'll pepper the it. Yeah. of who he is. We gotta pepper it all this in. This man has, like, one of the richest life histories. Uh, I mean, he's lived a thousand lives. It's, uh, there's, I, whoo. I don't know where to it start. It really rocked my world. We and both I do got so deep in. And PowerPoint presentation because there's so yeah. There are so many facets. We're going to give you guys an uh, Instagram slideshow. Yeah. In a couple yes. different posts. I think that's a good idea. Uh, just about Paul and Deanne Jackson Stilson because they're worth it and it's important. The yeah. more we discovered, the, more the discovered, crazier the we is, felt. The, the, like, it's like one road always leads to another. Yeah, and we're not even done. We're not even, we're not even close. close to we done. We just stopped because we were like... This onion is unpeelable. Yeah, like, like it's one o'clock in the morning and we can't just keep right. doing it. I was this. just like awake, just being like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 the gift that keeps giving. Yeah, so it truly will, is like the light of my life. We, so Yeah, we're gonna... Oh, tired one. We're gonna... Um, yeah, we will help uh, unveil that mystery to you. You're really gonna love it. What's your tip? 
Um, don't fly Delta. That was going to be my tip. That was going to be my tip. Um, Mine's just go to go to a national park. They could use yes, your support because go to a park. Uh, the government is evil now. So um, yep. go to a national park. Go to a national park. Get outdoors. Also, like, if you are a cat who, you know, by no ill intention, just by a s- series of sad oh, events... Yeah has accidentally caused your owner to perish. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. It's like that episode of uh, Six Feet Under where the cat... I never saw it. Oh. Never seen it. I mean, it starts with a death every episode. Oh. A cat, like, pushes, like, a plugged-in thing into a tub. Aww. Yeah. My that one really that bothered me. me and stuck with me for a long time. Do you think that Blue would murder you? Not on purpose. No. I guess that's the best you could ask for. But, like, he might by accident, for sure. He loves knocking stuff over and then looking at me. <laughs> I have seen him Expectantly. do that. Expectantly. It's really yeah. good. <laughs> Guys, we love you. We love you so, so much. very much. Visit our website, uh, mm-hmm. that's the spiritpodcast.com. Go Email to uh, the Instagrams and the Twitter, spiritpod, and that's spiritpodcast. Um, do an email to us. That's the spirit podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Come see our show tickets. on September 18th. Yes, it sold out last good. time. So get those tickies now. Buy those tickets. There's going to be some giveaways this time. It's going to be really Ooh, fun. I got to come up with a really good one this time. Last time you really, really did, did, like your, did really, yourself um, in. Really have egg on my face from yeah, how we did a, really dark the last one was. Well, that's what Carla Homoka will do I to was people. Like, I was like, ooh, like. I recognize this name. I recognize this case. Like, yeah, it'll be fun. And then as I was saying it to people, it's like, <laughs> oh, no. Like, no one wants to hear about, like, a, a really traumatic tragedy. <laughs> like, Although, there's like, no a couple of girls came up to me and they're like, I fucking love Carla Homolka. And I was like, that's where the All right, girl. It's for you. It's all for I you. I forget what I did last time. Oh, I did that doctor who starved people That was really good. And then starved herself really to death. Oh, um, sad. Yeah, we should brainstorm some some good ones maybe we'll make them up let's just make one up we honestly we could yeah that's fine uh, you gotta okay. get to bed we gotta go we love bye, you. everybody we love you so much we'll see you in hell we'll see you in hell goodbye bye